fun. Visceralist Podcast. This is episode 149. Um, I do have a fan right on me. Can you hear okay. it? No. I don't notice anything. Yeah, it's definitely going to show up in the mix. I don't want to be pissed off later, but there's no way I cannot not have a fan on me right now. So no, sorry. It's, it's understandable. You have to. Um, let's kick it off with our go-to intro segment. It's called Trifling at NYC. Um, what, what you got? Um, so, you know, New York City, as we've been talking about, has been coming back to life. Um, and with that, you know, comes an abundance of trifling on public transportation. Oh, yeah. That's right. That is <laughs> one of our go-to segments. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we'd have a show if we didn't have crazy experiences on the subway and buses. <laughs> so, um, so it was for... Dang. Whatever. It, oh, yeah. It was Friday. It was Friday afternoon. Okay. I'm, I'm riding the Q train uh, from Church Avenue going to downtown Brooklyn and... You know, everything was fine. Train comes. I'm getting on. And, you know, I do as people are supposed to do. <laughs> wait, for, wait for people to exit. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I enter, which, you know, it was like the middle of the day. So it was it was quiet. You know, there's no school. Like, it wasn't really busy. But then there were these, there was a couple. The woman was coming out. And then she was she exited, she left it and she was on the platform. And then the guy was like, no, this is not where we need to go. And he's like holding the door. And I'm sort of like, well, are you in or out? Cause I need to get on. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, it's going this way, going that way. And I said, no, it, it, it's going to downtown Brooklyn. You're going to downtown Brooklyn. It's going downtown Brooklyn. Okay. So he was right. And she like made a face because he was right. <laughs> But, like, you know, what do you mean he was right? Because he's like, this no, is going. No, no, she was, yeah, she was like, right. what are you doing? Don't Somehow get she was right. <laughs> he's like, where's the train going? She, she, was, nobody... she was a woman. She was a woman. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And nobody was, nobody was responding to them. I, I so might I, be going through some relationship drama, but uh, go ahead. She was. Uh, and I think they had, like, been irritating everyone on the train because nobody responded. It was just me, the new guy. <laughs> I was like, this is going to downtown. So, and then we get back on, and then I see why possibly nobody was responding. So, <laughs> he is listening to his phone, music through the phone, which is already irritating with no headphones. Nice. And I was like, oh, this guy. Um, and then what, she... Wrong? Shook ones? Was it shook ones? No, he got in. He did get into the time machine, though. Go back in time. Uh, He took it to the only Kia song that I know. My neck, my back was playing. What? (laughs) Was playing on it. But the radio edit, right? No. No. (laughs) I heard pussy and crack. I was like, oh, here we go. Well, I think you can say crack on the radio. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can you? I well, think so. Con- I guess it's context dependent. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Not in, I mean, in that Because she's referring to her, her ass crack. Yeah. Um, um, so he's doing that, and she is, you know, she sits back down. I noticed that 
you know, in addition to her sour face, she also um, has a, a brown, you know, she's brown bagging it through and using a hmm. straw. Hmm. I was like, oh, okay, this is this is what's happening here today. So we only we well, ride it that stop. It was Friday, so we ride like two two stops more, and then they get off, and I was like, oh, okay, this is fine. Um, and it's like I'm closer towards the back of the train, and this the platform. I think where they got off, it's like not a busy platform. Plus, where that section is, it's one of those ones where they have like. You know, there's there's more than one exit, and this one, this used to be an an exit that was used by the public, but they blocked it off now. Hmm. So everyone sort of goes to the other end where the the usable exit and entrance is. You know, makes sense. So we got off by you know the door opened by that end, and they both get off there, and you know she turns around immediately. And as the doors are closing, because she acted very fast and, you know, the train doesn't go really fast, um, she pulls up her skirt and... Oh, no. Oh, no, dress. She was wearing a dress. Oh, and then, okay. then crouches. Okay. Oh, and no. then the train pulls away. And I was just like, oh, boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then that so what was, was he doing? He was just standing next to her. Looking? Holding her beer. Holding her beer. <laughs> I mean, they're probably going to a place with a restroom. It was good. I was like, "Welcome, welcome back, New mm, York." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like Q train. Mm-hmm. I don't take it very often, um, and in fact, I took it after a concert on a Sunday night recently. Um, and that's one of those lines where if you miss, if you miss one, like you're, you're sitting there. Yeah. You do end up sitting there for a while. Yeah. That line and the G line, which takes me to my trifling in NYC. Uh, yeah. I have good old running beef with the G train. I think a lot of people, not a lot of New Yorkers do. Um, I was in Greenpoint. I guess I can say the name of the bar. It was at Lake street bar. It's on Manhattan. Actually, pretty close to the um, Nassau Avenue stop. Um, great place. Um, I I do really like it. But I was it was one of those. I haven't done one of these in a while. But it was like it's like three in the morning. Oh damn! <laughs> um, now this was I I did take a week off recently, so it was like shortly before that. Okay. Um. And I didn't, my phone, my phone battery is almost dead. So I asked if they could charge it up and they did, but that means I have nothing to do. And then I'm like, yeah, what did people do in bars? Like before smartphones, I guess maybe like talk to people, but talk like, to each other. What if no one wants to talk to you? Watch the TV. There's sometimes a jukebox used to be involved. Bar sports, darts, pool. Yeah, they didn't have any of that. This place. Okay. Um, so that leaves me with um, talking to the bartender. And it wasn't that crowded, so he wasn't too busy. Um, but I could not get any traction with this dude conversationally. 
Um, and I can <laughs> he was playing, um, like his playlist of, of songs and it was pretty good. It was mostly like indie rock and I didn't really recognize any of the songs. And at one point I was like, Oh, is this black rebel motorcycle club? Um, you know, indie band that I, that I like. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. It sounds like them, but it's this other band. And then he's telling me a little bit about that. And then he walked away. And so. Okay. That's a little bit though. That's better than him just being like, no, it's not them. And then moving on. It's like, no, don't worry about who it is. Uh, This isn't, yeah, this isn't for you. Don't listen to it. (laughs) Um, And so. As new songs would come on, I sort of started trying to do like a running joke where I was like, oh, this must be the new BRMC. Um, oh, okay. I see. And he was not having it at all. Because he was like taking his song selection really seriously. <laughs> and it was like, turned out it was like a lot of random bands from Montreal. Um, which, you know, does have a pretty good indie music scene. Um, but yeah, I, I hadn't heard of any of these bands. How, you know, how long did he participate with this? I'd say for like six or seven songs. Like every time a new song came on and he would walk back to my section, I was like, okay, I was joking before, but this is definitely the new BRMC, right? <laughs> like i I do know a thing or two about music and he's like he did did not want to talk to me about music at all and actually i mean there was a young lady sitting a couple stools down that he was clearly pretty interested in and Uh, they were talking a little bit but she was like really awkward um and she had this really big purse that was like on the bar that she kept going into I don't even know. Just just looking or not even taking anything out, just kind of futzing with it. Just looking in there. See, she was she was just bored and fidgeting too. She was like, no, let me just look in this bag for a minute. See. Exactly. Oh, I remember. Yeah. And then she was like she's like, I hate this air conditioning in here. I'm gonna go outside. And so she was taking trips outside just to be in the heat. Oh. Hmm. And she's I like, like she's like I was like, wow, oh, you really, you like, really like the heat? And she's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm part Nigerian. You wouldn't know anything about that. Like, it's in my blood. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> you don't know about this. Yeah. I was like, I was like, do I want to get into this? Yeah. Uh, like, but I, but I do know. Uh, I was like, you just you know let what? it be. Yeah, I was like, you know, you go out, you enjoy your heat, and so like I could see her, like right out. She was like literally just going out and like standing and leaning against like the side of the bar. Interesting. Got to get this heat. It's <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's something I would do. I feel like. I mean. It it was um it was pretty hot that day too, so even that late it was still pretty hot. Dang. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Um. Speaking of hot, 
transition to the main segment, the hot new movie from the hot up and coming director, Jordan Peele. Um, you've heard of him, right? I have. From uh, Mad TV. From, right. from uh, Key and Peele. Wait, was he on Mad TV? Oh, yeah. I don't even know the last time I watched it. It probably was in high school. Yeah, apparently um, he had a falling out with them because he had a dream of um, getting to SNL at some point. And I think he had an audition and I think they accepted him, but Mad TV wouldn't let him out of the contract. So he could, so he couldn't go. Um, apparently he's like super pissed. Like he still holds a grudge about it. I would too. Understandable. But I mean, now he's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, he could start his own sketch. I mean, well, he did start his own <laughs> sketch show in a certain sense. <laughs> Um, but yeah, also, you know, um, like writes and directs his own movies. Apparently he's said he won't do any script that he hasn't written. Like he only wants to do his stuff. Oh, it's like, that's his thing now. Yeah. Um, so new movie. What if it's, wait, wait, what if it's something from like Kegel, Mike and key Kegel, Mike, Kegel. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the tall, the tall guy. It was a tongue twister. I didn't realize it was going to be a tongue twister. <laughs> trying to say it. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Keegan Michael Key. There it is. Whew. Not yeah. even from him. Um. Well, I don't think he really writes. What about that? Um. Man, what was it called? That cat one. He wrote that cat one. Uh, they were just acting in that anyway. Oh, Keanu, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think they were just actors though. Yeah. I don't think okay. I don't think they directed it. And that I think that, that must have been was that after Get Out? Before. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, in any case, you know, he's in a pretty privileged position in Hollywood where he can basically do whatever he wants. Um and I believe this movie called Nope um, was his biggest budget. I think I saw it was sixty million, which had to mostly go to CGI. Uh, there weren't a lot of. There was like two locations, like five actors. Yeah, yeah, probably like all CGI. So this is a movie, and you know, look, I, I think we're both pretty big fans. Um, I was one of the few movies where I was really trying to avoid spoiling myself um, to the point where I wasn't even watching trailers for it, really. Um, I knew it was being pitched as sort of being about aliens, um, which I thought was cool, um, but that's all I knew going in. Uh, I think I was pretty much the same. I didn't look that much. I didn't look into it. I, you know, I heard about it. I saw previews, some trailers. <clears throat> and I just knew, you know, I was going to see it, and I tried not to dig into it too much. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should say to listeners, like, we're going to be spoiling this, um, because I mean, there is a pretty significant twist. Um, and like, I so I went to watch it at the um, the movie theater Lower East Side, the Regal uh, in Lower East Side, that um, you know, super nice. Um, also has a bar. Um, 
<laughs> and I think I left twice during the movie and I managed to leave at the worst times where I was missing like re- like really important exposition um and then I came back and the buddy I, I went to see it with I was like yeah did I miss anything important and he's like oh yeah yeah tons of stuff and I was like <laughs> tons of stuff can, can you like like he's like I don't want to get into it it's too much can't get into it right now I'm trying to watch the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was. It's like trying to watch a movie or some shit. I don't, yeah. Um, uh, but I was like, all right, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. And I did. I did figure it out. And like, look, I mean, his movies are known for you know being heavily um, loaded with symbolism and stuff. And so you know, I was preparing to um, to do some research online about theories and stuff. Um, so I was like, eh, okay, and and I did, and I spent like, geez, probably like four hours straight um the next day just reading because my initial impression was like it's like huh like what what um and i was like i was affected by two scenes in particular um where i was like wow like i i'm not affected by most you know content but this was an experience and you know, we'll get right to it. It's uh, the the chimp scene uh, with Gordy, which you you noted. Um, but then, but more so, the abduction scene. Wait, which one? With the crowd. Oh yeah. Um, and the twist, I guess. I guess you could call it a twist. Is that it's not a UFO. It's like an undiscovered species that is just super powerful and looks like a ufo and feeds on people and animals in that area basically right yeah that's i mean that's the same thing i got from it um which i thought was cool because i i guess they he did sort of want to ground it in quasi reality um which is pretty interesting um but so then once you know that um it's like, okay, they just have to sort of fight this thing. And so the rest of the movie is more, I believe, like tone and like vibe, um, which is cool. I mean, I, I read a review and they said, you know, the special effects are, are cool, but the best special effect is Daniel Kaluuya's eyes. Yeah, they were, I would say everyone was doing like really good facial expressions mm-hmm. um, because a lot of, a lot of the shots now, now I'm thinking back on it, you say that were just not, not of us as, you know, having the, the, like the point of view of the camera looking up at the creature, but like looking down or on the same level as the person looking at it and us not seeing it, just seeing their reaction mm-hmm. to it. Um, yeah. And that's, I mean, you got to be. A really good actor to convey mm-hmm. that and i gotta give it up to kalia of course but steven yun as, as mm-hmm. well um was kill killing it yeah he was uh he's, he was pretty entertaining i mean this is it it i would say it fell along the lines of most of like there were similar similar things that i noticed right not necessarily themes but just like the vibes and the feelings where it does like all of his movies, they have those moments of like real like terror and, and scares, 
um, some jump scares, but there's also like these hilarious moments yeah. within the movies. And he just like he continued with that trend here. Oh, uh, what like what? What did you, man? What, I love that when they were when they were in. Um, man, I keep messing up his name. It's not his name is not actually Jube. It's Rick. It was Ricky, right? Ricky. Ricky? Yeah. yeah, man. In his office, I was I was dying when he was just like going over thing, and, and Kiki Palmer kept asking him questions, and he just started ignoring Daniel Kaluuya. It's like, well, all right, let's get into it. Let me show you this. I think that was one of the parts I missed. Oh man. Oh, okay. So then, so he's in a, he, at one point, Daniel Kaluuya is like, I want to talk about buying back the horses, <laughs> man. He gets so like squirrely and starts squirming. Ricky's like, well, mm, uh-huh. Yeah. You wanna, that's where you want to go. Huh? And then, like, she asked some question about some movie poster, and then he just, like, totally stops talking to Daniel Kaluuya and goes on about that. But, you know, there are no horses to buy back. Sacrifice them all. Yeah, I told that. I definitely missed that part. And then he has this. That's, like, a really key part. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) And then continuing on, so this is his office. Then he's got, like, some hidden door in the office, and you'll go through the door, and it's a room full of um oh the memorabilia the memorabilia i did see that that's where everything is okay so you came in right right at the tail end of it i guess so you saw the memorabilia and then is that when it cuts to the flashback um yeah that snl description was like weird and funny that was like like, that's like where i'm like that is really good writing because it's like when he says you know, they like it's it's um you know a sort of notable event in you know pop culture that they you know Kaluya and, and Kiki know about, but they're but they're like oh yeah like whoa, like what happened with that? And he's like sort of laughing it off like yeah, you know SNL did a sketch about it and yeah they kind of captured it, but then it's like obviously like a clearly very traumatic event for. Um, for you know a child to go through and one of the the things I was reading about is that that people keyed in on is his PTSD from that event and how PTSD generally affects the way that you rationalize things and can alter your expectations about what you should think is normal um, and what you should think is bad uh, and so okay. for him to sort of be laughing it up and, you know, having this quasi shrine to this awful event um, that arguably is, you know, exploit- exploitative, um, you know, uh, but that's how he makes his living. Um, but yeah, him sort of just laughing it off like, yeah, you know, the SNL sketch got it mostly right. It's like. Fuck yeah, SNL probably would do a sketch about that. Yeah, it's it, you know something like that. It's interesting because nobody actually, I guess the studio did a good job of uh, like suppressing all the details of it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm sure you saw like people knew th- what happened to the child actress and that the other people mm-hmm. were dead, but like just didn't know like the the level of. The, like the level of violence and brutality this chimp was just like wreaking havoc for 
whatever it was. The kid said the exact number of time, right? Six Ricky minutes said he was and like, 13 seconds. Yeah. So, like, like, <laughs> like, it matters. It's still there with him. He's, like, trying to laugh about this SNL. <laughs> Chris Kattan. But I was kind of laughing because I was like, I know. I was like, that's the perfect casting for it. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's who should be the chimp. But, um, but yeah, it was it was just so strange the way he was talking about. It. He's like they they pretty much nailed it. Uh, you don't need to hear from me the first hand, you know, yeah. my first hand account. Watch the satirized version on SNL. Yeah, because I mean, if you yeah, if you can imagine 6 minutes is a long time when you're going through hell. Mhm. Um and for a kid, you know, just to be sort of hiding and and, you know, presumably he had done a number of episodes of the show before this. So, you know, he's sort of probably p- familiar with um, Gordy. Um, well, so... they, had their, they had their fist bump thing. According to him, that was like the first exploding fist bump. But this, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, ch- like chimps are very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Um. And I forget who said it. it was like, do you know how strong a chimp is? A chimp will rip your arm off and beat your ass to death with it. I think um, that would, that, I don't know where I heard that from, but I think that's, that's just something that like goes around the, like the schoolyard, like yeah. the playground, like a chimp can rip your, both your arms off, man. But I, I'm pretty sure it's like a hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that did, did you have other uh moments that you found funny um the cinematographer like their their phone conversation with the cinematographer was pretty hilarious um and then the sister i guess her m m that's her right mm-hmm. um oj i like people's subtle reactions to his name just being oj <laughs> it was um <laughs> Is it Otis, 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 Jr.? Ju- Otis Jr. Yeah, and then, <laughs> like those were all were all pretty good. Um, the the angel angel is his name. The mm-hmm. electronic store guy. He was pretty funny. Um, a lot of their interactions with him were pretty good. Um, yeah, I I wasn't as into him. You didn't like Angel so much. You just I'm sort of neutral. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. Um, and the cinematographer dude, um, also, I was kind of neutral on. Um, what else? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it's this movie's gotten comparisons to um, to Jaws. I have heard that. In the, you know, once you realize it's an animal, they sort of have to reckon with, and they come up with various plans to fight it um i mean in a way it does help uh, with the with the terror even though it's like crazy that like you know this new species that no one knows about and can do you know basically anything um like yeah like how crazy would it be like it can fly it's basically invisible um there's really no like uh, it was a little weird that they didn't even try shooting it. Cause, yeah, there wasn't even an attempt. Because it seems like 
that would be like the first. Yeah. What? Wait, were there any guns in this movie? I I don't remember seeing any guns except maybe at the end, very very end. But no, no, actually wrong. Those were reporters. I don't remember seeing any guns. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, why didn't they just try shooting it? Yeah, nobody did. I mean, I guess maybe they didn't have guns in the house, but they were the only ones. You can get one. I mean, the other people that they tried. Yeah, you're right. They didn't even think, let's just buy a gun. I think that they were, you know, just decided that it was too big. <laughs> to be killed with a gun, but you can, you know, as you know, in America, you can buy some pretty high, high powered weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it does make it interesting. Uh, I, I guess narratively it's like to see the various types of plans that they try to come up with, um, to, to fight it. Um, like that's pretty like interesting and cool. Yeah. I, I always like that type of thing, like coming up with the booby traps and the plan and, and, Having everything happen, I like to see the execution. That that part I've always enjoyed in you know various movies. And as I think about it, like wh- what was their plan? Just because well, it seems like the main thing is like they wanted to get photos of it. Yeah, I don't even think it was a killing plan. I think it seemed like the you're right that the 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 first the, like their primary goal was to get the shot right, which they did. But then it got so angry that it decided it just wanted to suck up everything and everybody. Um, but yeah, I don't think they had a plan well, to I kill mean, it. They didn't have a plan to kill it. Well, no, it, that plan wasn't it for it to die. Well, I do think the um, you know the big balloon caricature. I think that was part of their plan to have it eat that. Um, I don't think they were supposed to go all the way then, over to the to that farm or that yeah, park or whatever. I guess because I don't think they knew what would happen if it ate they it. They didn't. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean, what would you do? So, I I would have just ran. Ran away altogether. If I'm not coming back. I'm getting the Army, National Guard. Yeah. Right, right into Joe Biden. Being like, look, man. Like, <laughs> gotta do something about this. This is a new animal out here. Yeah, I would have just left and never come back. Told but, somebody. I would have left and told somebody about well, it. Well, like, yeah. They, they so were what, able but, to but, leave. But walk, I mean, game it out. Like, what? who would you tell? Um. Yeah. It would, that's, I guess, maybe that's part of the reason they needed the shot. But I would tell, I guess you go to the police first? I, this yeah. is a good question. What, what do you think the response is going to be? Where do you go? And I'm like, all right. All right, buddy. <laughs> right on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just leave and just let it be so it just keeps killing i don't know um yeah because I, I yeah i mean i guess you yeah what would you i mean obviously you leave and never go back but you know you'd probably want to raise awareness that there is this huge <laughs> danger and also cl- clearly it can move to like anywhere in the world um so I guess I would be concerned that it might be following me. But then that would be better. Then you would at least have evidence. I'd be concerned that you left and then you didn't know where it would go. You come back and it's just gone. But I think like if you're like, like it would avoid a city, I think. Okay. So if you're in a house, 
like yeah i mean when they were in the house like they were pretty much safe yeah i i think so until it got like the only time it started breaking stuff was one of those sheds near the very end when it was just like so angry i think at that point but the house yeah the um i guess they're so on i started looking into reddit to try and find stuff so everyone refers to him as jj or jj (laughs) so it was just it was just like you know blood vomit and debris coming down and anger but didn't try to suck anybody up through there i guess i feel like it's powerful enough to suck suck it up (laughs) well i believe it probably could destroy a house if it really wanted to but since it eats i guess living creatures like it would be too much trouble to like break a house down to try all that, to all that roughage that later has to come out yeah and yeah i mean so that there look it's an it's an alien thing like obviously you there's has to be a suspension of disbelief and as i was reading about it like one of the things i was like like wait a minute like steven yen's character like Ju- jupiter like he was feeding it horses yeah like yeah. how how did he know a that it wanted to eat horses b why would he do that um c wasn't he scared like about like how crazy like that that didn't hold water for me okay well for me that one was all part of him trying to remain like relevant and in the spotlight and attract people to this show, which I think he then had hopes of making it like bigger and grander and, and more of a spectacle. But um, yeah, I, I'd be curious to see his, his timeline with, with the alien and like how, how, how yeah, it started like, and well, how did I miss, did I miss it? Like, did it, yeah, did it, it wasn't, it wasn't there at all. The no. And that one, I think, I'd be curious to know, but also I was talking about this with the people um, that I saw it with afterwards. Like it's just sort of his um, maybe just overconfidence, arrogance that he can control this thing um, and have it perform. I mean, I mean, it basically sort of like parallels his experience with Gordy, but I feel like he was like, well, Gordy, you know, Gordy didn't, kill me gordy didn't tear off my face Mm -hmm. it's like i survived that one so i can handle this yeah kind of deal you know so like crazy idiotic um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean i i I, that uh strains credulity um because it's a fucking alien right <laughs> not like it's a giraffe you came across that you tamed. yeah it's a completely unknown species you know nothing like we know about these other animals and their general behaviors and there's years of research this is just something that literally came out of the clouds yeah and you're like oh okay I like, yeah i got this <laughs> let me roll up my sleeves <laughs> yeah i would have liked to have seen that part though his their introduction and what wow, that so they didn't like. even show that okay. no but according to the internet there's a four-hour cut somewhere and we only got the two-hour i cut. do wonder if the, i don't think he really does like director cut releases down the road yeah i don't know i mean 
th- those things can I I'm not a big director's cut type of person because generally I see the movies like too far apart to really notice that much of a difference. Right. Um, but I will say that that um, I forget his first name, but that Snyder Zach Zach Snyder, yeah. the Snyder cut of the Justice League was definitely better than the oh, original yeah. one that was released. Yeah, it was much better. So you know, m- maybe there's something to it. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, I have an interest in film production, so I've uh, director's cut is sort of an official terminology. So it's a union uh, directors guild union rule where the director always gets, I think, at least two weeks to do a first edit of a film, yeah. and oh, they're okay. usually pretty pretty long because it's like. You know, I, I know this is going to get whittled down, so let me just do a, like whatever. Um, and so that's like an official, like distinct, like terminology. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, I mean, they almost never get released, and usually for good reason. Yeah, I I would you know you're probably right. It's hard to cut something that you're so close to. That's why editors get paid what they get paid. Mm-hmm. But um, for this one, I would say, I guess it's two scenarios, right? That there were a number of scenes that showed it, or maybe he just it just never happened. Maybe it was just never there to begin with. What was never there? Like the introduction between Stephen Yuen and, and oh. the alien, which I, I feel like is a low probability, but maybe he just, you know, it just showed up. Maybe he, he didn't write, like, I don't know. Yeah, that I mean, it, it does seem like a pretty key element of the plot that yeah. is just kind of glossed over. Yeah, this like the more you think about it, the stranger it is like he he knows what time it's coming, where it's going to be, and somehow that it's just going to eat a horse and not everybody else. Yeah. Also, like, how much money does this guy have that he can just be like, yeah, buy another horse. Right, like, and the sources are what, like fifteen hundred dollars, something like that. Oh right? no, like like ten ten k. So he's buying horses like this. I mean, he can probably OJ wasn't didn't look like they were doing so good, so he can probably get a horse on the cheap from OJ. But at the same time, like by the size of that crowd, didn't look like it was <laughs> evening out. <laughs> Unless yeah, he's charging this them dude is like hundred dollars a ticket, you know? <laughs> right. And did you did you hear that like when maybe you were in the bathroom during this scene too? Probably because it was just when they were when they were like walking into his office. The you know uh, OJ and M were having an argument outside. Then they went upstairs, and the wife was on the phone, and it was she was making one of like it was definitely a cold call, but it didn't sound like it at first so she was calling and it's just like sort of on the side right but you can still hear the audio and okay. she's like oh hi this is whoever calling from jupiter's just confirming your your attendance for a friday show or whatever uh, yeah. and the person on the other end is like because the way she answered she's like 
oh yeah well i'm sure i'm sure we sent it well what we are is this we're this company and it's uh, gonna be a great show so it's like they're like who are you what are you talking about i'm not a, i didn't agree yeah. to come to this <laughs> yeah where is this is this downtown la yeah. 40 minutes outside so, of la like, i'm calling to confirm your two vip tickets to friday's show and it's like oh yeah well this is what it is and so they still they're trying to drum up business somehow yeah See, I didn't even put, I guess I missed that. Like, I didn't even know that was his wife until like reading yeah. about it later. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Right. It, 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 the, the math, <laughs> the money math. Because how much is he charging up. for that? Like 30 bucks? I don't bucks? know. It's got to be, I'm telling you, it has to be $100 a person to equal the cost of a horse. Mm-hmm. I guess he's thinking they'll like do stuff in the park too. I mean, I guess he's like, once this catches on, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it would have been for sure. So I'll earn all this all this money back. But it didn't seem like he was like going heavy with the ads. I mean, it was literally like, photocopied flyers he was handing out to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also, like, what is this show like? <laughs> Hey, you see this horse? Guess what's going to happen to it? Well, they, right. So he's like, because kids, in, in kids show, love horses said, too. Like, they it's do. Like, it's like it'd be terrifying. What? Now watch this. <laughs> Big monster is going to eat it. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And you know, and the, at the beginning of the show, he's talking about in an hour this is going to happen. And I'm thinking, well, what the hell are you going to do for an hour right now? <laughs> Then he had his kids coming out. They were gonna do some like some random act. (laughs) This guy is so fucking rinky dink. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, but it was lucky, you know. The horse lucky, lucky survived. Everybody got sucked up except for lucky. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I guess because it was in that uh, glass enclosure or whatever yeah um i don't know i I didn't see any like i looked a little bit to find some like good theories unfortunately i didn't find too much what do you mean theories i don't know just like anything like extra interesting about like what it was i think is what i wanted to know but Uh, like you're not gonna find what it was yeah i i think it's sort of interesting if you consider that like it is a species that's been around forever and it just is good at concealing itself and it feeds Mm -hmm. every now and then and it looks superficially like a ufo and so if you consider like all the ufo stories going back throughout like human history have been about this species of thing that just is just around but is a very effective predator but what was the whole like the don't look at it part you know yeah, I guess that's, um, I mean, I guess apparently with chimps, um, they take uh, direct eye contact as a sign of aggression. So, yeah, I don't know how he knew that that was a thing. Also, like, how do you know where its eyes are? Right. I just don't look at all. Don't look at it at all. Well, kind of hard to not look at this, you know, huge thing that's attacking you. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's why you just got to run. So there was that. That part was like a little questionable to me, the don't look at it part. Cause it, I mean, but it was still attacking people, whether you looked or not. I guess it was just, you know, whether it would attack you out of like uh, territorialism or out of hunger, I guess, right? Um, and then the other question was i liked the, the metamorphosis it was really cool like you saw a couple different forms as as it you know as it the movie progressed but like that that green unfolding was like hypnotizing me at the end you know? yeah that was actually <laughs> pretty striking um just like uh, from an artistic cgi level like um yeah like really cool and like i was like oh shit like i was like how big is this thing gonna get like can it like just eat the world yeah there were some great shots at the end of it like fully unfolded and looking like that giant sail and then like yeah i was i've also been thinking like would i watch this again because i haven't seen get out or us more than the one time that i initially watched it um I definitely only watched us once. Get out. I feel like I I've watched parts of it again. I've not watched it from start to finish again. But yeah, I don't that's a good question. Um I think I'd be more likely to watch Get Out again before I watch this again. I think mostly because I missed key parts that I would sort of <laughs> sort of like to watch it again. But I'm, I'm telling the 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 scene where they're like in like they get swallowed up like that made me like nauseous. That reminded me of oh man of another alien movie, Alien Abduction, Fire in the Sky. You ever seen that? Um, is it from like the nineties? I think so. Okay. It was, it was only one person. So it wasn't as like, as, you know, as large of a scene, but yeah, that was, it was so wild. Them just like going through whatever this digestive track of this creature. And what was that at the end? What was that? Was it like something there? Uh, like, honestly, I really don't like thinking about it and I'd like us to move on. It, it was disturbing though it was definitely gross and all yeah. the screams like that like my my thought with that was like that i was thinking about like what cattle go through like as, uh-huh. they're, as they're being slaughtered like yeah um and i was like damn i've eaten a lot of cheeseburgers mm. i had to switch those black bean burgers have you had one a black bean burger? Yeah. Yeah. Depends Why? where you get it. I remember I had one. My first experience was in college because I was just curious about it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where did and you get I, one in college? And then I started from there. Dining hall, man. Oh, look at you. Fancy. Surprised you didn't have it over there. Uh, we'll I mean, worry about you know, that. I went to uh, uh, a, a very uh, mm. active Ooh. student student place, so there were all types of options. That's cool. Um, I, I have. I just wish if it was. They're not all good. If it was but easier a good one is to go, really good. if it was easier to if, go vegan, I totally would. And you like cheese too much for that. 
is that well they have vegan cheese it's okay you might like it i don't i i can't vegan cheese for I me has been I mean, a no got it i'm okay with it oh wow okay but for me it's like if i'm doing it i gotta go full bore like i completely yeah. vegan yeah. and that's sort of difficult and expensive so so start off just like a eliminate red meat maybe and see how it goes from there i have tried that um how'd that go you know it it is interesting like once i think about like i've you know i've looked into like the health aspects of it like yeah red meat it's pretty bad for you um and so thinking about that actually does make it a little easier um, to okay. just sort right, of right. choose, putting, basically putting that just into choose well. chicken over beef. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really motivated to do it. Okay. Yeah. That's I, fine. I don't know. We'll see. Fair enough. I mean, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't help when it's so hot and then you just, it makes, sometimes you just have to order something. It's not always the easiest yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, who is like I I guess Beyonce and Jay Z are uh, advocates for for veganism. Um, I think Chris Chris Paul too. I think maybe LeBron as well. I don't know about LeBron. I know Javale McGee is a vegan for sure because I've like seen some articles about it and like he's talked about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. John I Legend, don't. Maybe, I, th- I think for me. What would I miss the most? It would, it would, because I've gone periods of time without eating meat and been fine. Do you find um, a difference in your, like, do you do you notice any dis, like, like physically, mentally, like? Um, it, you don't, you don't feel as sluggish after a meal. Like yesterday, I had a hamburger. Well, actually, it was even just a turkey burger, and I felt like so it was just like a brick in my stomach. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I don't really like this feeling. Um, so I could definitely go back to like, no, no, no meat. And like maybe chicken occasionally and fish. Like I was like a pescatarian for like a year mm-hmm. with some meat every now and then. And I think, you know, I felt good about it. I, I don't know. I have to, it's a good question. I'm going to do it again and pay like more attention to everything. Really I see. think I, I actually, I, I've tried, I mean, definitely not for a year, but I definitely notice having more energy yeah, um, and just, yeah, sort of being lighter on my feet a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. I mean, I'm not super active, but um, yeah, that sluggish feeling is just kind of a drag. Yeah, it really is. But I mean, I tell you, like working from home, it's like I'm done. I don't, I don't have to get up <laughs> for, for like ever. <laughs> I could stay in my bed for a week. Ever. <laughs> oh, that's tempting. You gotta get out of there. I know. Yeah, I looked. At, I even looked into getting like one of those WeWork places, but um, they're really expensive. Like three hundred dollars a month. Oh no, it's. Uh, yeah, three hundred if you want like a chair at a table. <laughs> like, yeah, it's cutting into my profit margin. Um, so I don't know. Closing thoughts on on Nope. Um, closing thoughts on Nope. 
Daniel Kaluuya is like rapidly becoming one of my favorite actors. Did you see um, Black Judas? No, not yet. I still, it's still on my list. Um, Lakeith is in that too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Judas. You saw it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaluuya is is amazing in that. Yeah, he's for sure um, shooting up the list. Tell you what. Um, Overall, I enjoyed it. It was, you know, it, it's a it's a movie that definitely sparks a lot of conversation. Not not a no clear explanation for many things, um, but I would I would recommend it. It was definitely like like entertaining to watch, and the last twenty minutes is just like pure spectacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah last 20 minutes definitely like kicks into overdrive um i would recommend it but actually you know thinking about it i might i might actually like it more than his other two movies really huh which which i I mean i think they're they're both great and i thought get out was really innovative but this is just such, it's such a, like, I don't know, like, it's, like, I've been thinking about this movie, like, I, I saw it, like, I guess a week and a half ago. Um, I've been thinking about it basically a few times a day, every day. Oh, that much, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really liked Kiki Palmer as well. You know, I don't think I knew who she like. I knew the name. I don't know. I still actually don't know anything about her. But she's been around for a while, like doing stuff. You know, she like I was yeah. I was like, has she been in like like bit player and movies for the last twenty years? But no, like she's relatively. She, well, she's young. She's really young. Um, and she was doing I think Nickelodeon shows. Okay, that makes sense. And a Man, couple movies here and there. Nickelodeon people are moving up, huh? Uh, Zendaya? Is that how you think of Zendaya? Zendaya, Shia. Oh, no, he was Disney Channel. Oh, right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zendaya is very young, too. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, yeah, but Kiki, she was, you know, she was good. I, I know nothing about her. I just, like, the name was familiar to me, but... Right, right, yeah. Really knew nothing. Yeah, she had great, um, great uh, screen presence, I think. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, w- w- Us came out, I think, in 2018. And I remember after watching that, I was like, yeah, that was pretty great. Can't wait to see what he's going to do next. And... I wasn't disappointed, and I am really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do next. Yeah, me too. Yeah, four out of ten. Uh, Visceral's podcast. <laughs> we, yeah, big <laughs> smarter.